1: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee in a Convo podcast with me, Cameron. And me, Jenna. And we are so excited to be here this week. And I know I say that every time, but we have a guest and we adored her and loved having her on. And honestly, you guys, we say that with all of our guests, but we love all of you so much and love to hear from you guys. It is so exciting. And um, this week, Amber is going to be talking to us all about Uh, she works at a medical spa and it's full service. They do things like Botox, lip fillers, any sort of like skincare. Um, they do like microdermabrasion, that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, we just learned so much. We had so many questions and even a few listeners sent in some questions that we put on there also.
0: Anyway, she is just so knowledgeable and knows what she's talking about. Very professional, and her whole um, team just really knows what they're doing, and uh, we're so excited to have her on and have her answer all of your questions, all of our questions, and we know that you guys are going to love the episode, so hold tight, and we're going to get right into it. But first,
1: we're going to tell you what we are drinking. So Jenna bought a cold brew from... Do you even know the brand
0: of it? Um, it's sitting right there on the counter... Um, it's just from High V. Oh, there it's you go. The stock. stock with like a li- it has a little um, it's like S T O with a little dash over the top of it K. It's one of the it's like a brand that pretty much all my influencer you okay. influencers yeah. are using right now. Mm-hmm. And so I had mine with a little bit of half and half. Yeah, I used an all natural almond milk creamer.
2: So yeah, it's it the was one that super we've good. Used a
0: few times now, mm-hmm. it's the same one as the oat milk creamer. Yeah, we'll post a photo for you guys. Yeah, you know the as, drill. As per as per usual. But with that being said, we're gonna get into this episode, and you guys are gonna love it.
1: All right, so we have Amber here with us today. We are so excited to have her. We're gonna go ahead and have her give a little bit of an introduction about
2: herself. Um, so my name is Amber Lyson. I'm a registered nurse uh, RNBSN at k Medical Spa. I got my bachelor's degree um, from USD and I'm currently in nurse practitioner school. Um, so k Medical Spa is inside Vance Thompson Vision here in Sioux Falls and I've worked there for the last five years. Um, I actually started in the surgery center there doing eye surgery, so cataract surgery, cornea transplants, eyelid surgeries, um, and just really anything in the eye area. And then uh, we opened up Kalon, and they needed a nurse, so I jumped at the chance to move into aesthetics. Um, And aesthetics is such a unique area of healthcare, it just allows you to have so much creativity and ownership of your skills as a provider. So, um, every patient has different needs and different skincare goals. So it's just so rewarding to be able to be part of the team that, um, caters each treatment, whether it's with injectables or peels or deeper rejuvenation services, um, and to be able to cater those to the specific person's face and their needs and, um, just to make them feel confident and good about themselves. It's just, It's very rewarding, and it's a dream job for me, honestly. I don't know how I got so
1: lucky. (laughs) So, Oh, my gosh. That is so awesome. That sounds like something I would love to do, honestly.
0: It's so fun. And I love that you have other medical experience, like, other than just the cosmetic Mm -hmm. aspect of it. I feel like me, if I would ever go to get work done, I would love... To know that, yeah. like, hey, I have other experience with right. like actual surgeries and yep. precision surgeries yep. going into it. I feel I would feel like I would be a lot more comfortable knowing that. So that's yeah. really cool. It is that.
2: nice to have background in other areas yeah. of healthcare because it, you know, mm-hmm. as a nurse, you're kind of trained in all areas, and then you get um, on the job training for whatever role you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is it's nice to have more of a well-rounded background in healthcare. Now we're going to just jump right into
1: some questions that we have for you. Uh, The first one is, what procedures do you all offer at your medical spa?
2: Um, So we do have a full service menu. All the way, um, if you want to do deep rejuvenation services like the bigger lasers, resurfacing, uh, really deep exfoliation, lights and lasers, we have that. Um, Light laser treatments that can help with pigment, complexion irregularities, we also do injectables, so fillers, neuromodulators, um, also known as Botox and Dysport. Microneedling, hair restoration, dermaplaning, uh, acne therapy, chemical peels, Diamond Glow, which is a dermal infusion, um, kind of like an amped up version of microdermabrasion. Mm-kay. Okay. Um, and then facials and skincare consultations. And you can do those consultations either virtually or in person. Okay. Wow. And are you are you trained in all of those uh yep i everything on here um i am trained in and then we have certain members of our team obviously that are kind of catered more to right special services yep. and specialized so yeah oh okay. that's awesome oh. do people often come back like for several of those yeah Keep going. okay yep usually okay. once they get kind of a get that glow or that treatment they're like wow I you know I love my results Mm -hmm. what should I do next Okay. Um. So usually once they come in the door, they are okay. You know, kind of yeah. ripe, a routine uh, patient.
1: And your skin and makeup literally looks perfect. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly,
2: what lip gloss? Do you know what lip gloss you're using? Um. Her? Yeah. It's actually from Kaylon. It's a Revision uh, lip it. gloss. It has hyaluronic acid in it, oh. so it's like really oh. plumping and hydrating. It's but amazing. Very safe. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Thank you. It's a super popular product. Oh, okay. um, by Revision, they sell out of it all the time. Oh my so. gosh. Awesome. Oh some of that. I'll give you guys the info. <laughs> okay. Perfect.
0: Okay. So walk us through the process of getting Botox. We have a lot of people interested in that.
2: Yes. Um, it's so, so easy. Um, so getting Botox or Dysport is another neuromodulator. So Botox and Dysport are basically the same thing. They're both they do the same thing. They're just brand names like Nike and Adidas. Okay. Um, so you come in for your appointment and we would first discuss what what of those two neuromodulators you wanted to choose. Um, Those are the two that we offer at Kalon, Botox and Dysport. Um, Quality-wise, they're both exactly the same. Uh, They're both excellent choices. They have only slightly different indications, kind of depending on where you want to put them. Um, Dysport is considered a twin to Botox, so it's just an injectable form of the same compound. So there's there's no wrong choice quality-wise. Uh, Both are awesome. Uh, Anyway, at your consultation, we help you decide which one of those is best for you, based on your preferences, um, the area you want treated, and the timeline you have. Um, Also, if you have reward points, so like kind of if you shop at a store or something and you get you build up points depending on. where you shop, they, they have a, a similar reward system called Brilliant Distinctions, and it aspires, and then they'll send you coupons. And, oh, okay. So if you wanted to redeem them, that's why some people have a loyalty to Botox versus Dysport or Dysport versus Botox, because they have the points that okay. they want to use. that makes Got sense. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so once we decide which one you want to go with, we discuss pricing. So if you're like, oh, I really want to stand under this certain price point... Um, we'll discuss that so that we, you know, aren't jumping into anything that you're not comfortable with. They're both the same price, around 11 to $13 a unit. Um, and then um, we would have you do some expressions next. So, like, raise your eyebrows, furrow your brows, make kind of an angry face to get those 11s right between your brows to show. Mm-hmm. And then we would mark where uh, we would do the injections. So before we even start, you would be like with us every step of the way as we're um, plotting out what to do. And then um, it's very quick, easy to go through. The needles are very small. Um, you will feel the injection, obviously. So to help with that, just brief discomfort, we have a little energy bar that vibrates and it kind of distracts your nerves and your brain from the procedure. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's there. if that's you, interesting. If you're kind of like, oh, I'm a little nervous about this or... Oh. Right? Yeah. And nervous about the pain management of it, but honestly, it's so easy to go through. Um, You might have a little pinkness or redness at the injection site, but that goes away within about 30 minutes. Other than that, there's zero downtime. So you can immediately return to normal activity. Um, You can put makeup on right after it, go right to work if you want. Uh, The only recommendation we have afterward is not to exercise that evening, like, or go sit in a sauna, go to hot yoga. Just that evening, but the day after, okay. you can completely go back to normal activities, which is really nice that you don't have any downtime with it. That's, yeah, that's, that is so nice. nice. Um, and then, that's it. You just patiently wait for it to kick in. Uh, depending on the severity of the wrinkles or size of the muscle group, you may notice it immediately, like within a couple days. Um, or, you might have to wait the full 10 to 14 before it kicks in, but... Um, Then those results last for three to four months, and at which time you'll be ready for your next treatment.
0: Okay, so before you go into this next little part, I do have a question. So when when I think of Botox, this is funny that this is the thing that I think of, but... You know, on a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Oh, yeah. How they're in the car and she's like <gasps> screaming yes. oh, and gosh. she's like, I think I knocked my Botox out or whatever. Right. Like, can you make facial expressions right after? Like, is that at all accurate? That is
2: 0% accurate. <laughs> like, that is not accurate in any way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, No, absolutely not. You cannot knock your Botox out. That, but that movies like that and things like that are why people get such, like, there's such a, misconception about about it. Exactly. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, no, that is comical, (laughs) but that is not accurate at all.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a question to you. So you said that each, what was that? What did you call that unit? Yeah. Each unit is that much? Yeah. Like how, like how many units do people
0: usually get? It
2: Uh, depends. Everybody is so different. Um, so like younger, you know, don't have as many of those set deep like resting lines. Right. So a resting line would be like a line that's on your face without you making an expression. Okay. So if you didn't have any resting lines, you you really wouldn't need that many units. I, um, like the forehead, I would say probably five. Oh, okay. And then if you wanted to treat the glabella area, which is right in between your brows, um, you could do six to ten units there, kind of depending on if it was your very first time. Oh, okay. Or...
0: And then you could kind of baby step it in. So you
2: could start out with just, you know, a few sprinkles, see if you liked it. And if you were like, yep, I love this. I want more. Then we could always do more later. But we would never overwhelm you if you, you know, especially if it's the first time that you're getting it done. Mm
0: -hmm. And then in those three to four months when you come back for like checkups or whatever, Mm -hmm. are you going to have to get less units in because you already have the base done? Or is it always going to be kind of the same amount over and over?
2: Um... So if you start early, you can kind of train your muscles to not be overly expressive, and so then you would need around the same or maybe even less, or you could train them that in the way where you could it would last you longer. Okay. So the earlier you start and the more frequently you get it, eventually you could probably space them out. More than three to four months apart because you're just training those muscles to not overly express. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. Okay.
1: Do you want to go ahead and talk about the science behind it all? Because I know you have a little part, and I yeah. think it'll be so
2: interesting. Okay. Yep. I totally will. Um, just, just yeah, the sciencey part. <laughs> um, so, what happens when you inject a neuromodulator is the um, the neuromodulator goes into a small facial muscle group whichever, whether that be the forehead or kind of around the eyes. Um, And then it blocks the communication between the nerves and the muscles. Prevents those muscles from making repeated movements or expressions such as frowning or squinting, um, raising your brows, and those expressions create lines over time. So blocking that communication allows your skin to relax and those wrinkles will disappear. Uh, Over several months, like usually three to four is when it will gradually start to wear off, your body's ability to metabolize will let that communication get reestablished. Mm-hmm. And so then without that blockage being there, the muscles just gradually begin to move the skin as they did before your treatment. So Got it's it. not something that kind of turns off and on like a light switch. It's very you gradual. know that's why it it's it's gradual, your body metabolizes right. it. Um, It's not like the, like you said, the lady. Right. She's like, I got Botox earlier today. And then (laughs) her whole face was like. Right. No. It's very gradual and your, you know, your body adapts to the change in the muscle movement. So. Okay. Makes sense.
0: Um, Okay. So then walk us through now that we've covered Botox a little bit, which is kind of the big thing. The other big thing is lip fillers. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I'm Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm so excited. I'm, about I'm this. really excited for this too. <laughs> I have had so many
1: questions. Okay. Yes,
2: lip fillers are crazy popular right now. Like the whole Kylie Jenner, and yeah. like she has made lip fillers just yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely a trend. Um, so yes, let me go dive into a little bit of what dermal fillers are and how to get them. Okay. So it's a synthetic copy of hyaluronic acid that your body naturally produces. Your body already has hyaluronic acid in it. Mm -hmm. So dermal, wow, sorry, (laughs) that's (laughs) okay. Dermal fillers um, are just a synthetic copy of what's already in our body in a gel form. So the gel is injected uh, with various techniques, depending on what you're, where you're putting it, whether it's in your cheeks Mm -hmm. or your lips. and oftentimes in an area that's like sunken or deflated or just needs some added volume, um, and a super popular area is the lips. So uh, you'd come in for your appointment. We'd start discussing what your goals were. So whether that's you just want overall volume or some people say like when I smile, my top lip kind of goes under. Yep. and I, it's, <laughs> yeah. That's probably Everyone. the most, yeah, exactly. The most yeah. common complaint that we get. Um, just kind of like that thin upper lip disappearing when you smile or just want some overall fullness. So once we discussed what you wanted your treatment, what kind of a look you wanted to create from your treatment, we would then put on some numbing cream and let that work its magic for 10 to 30 minutes usually. And then the filler would be injected uh, using the techniques depending on your goals for the treatment. Um, And then you will feel the poke of the needle and kind of pressure but the numbing helps a ton with pain management and there's also a numbing agent in the filler itself okay so the more you know the more we get going with the treatment the more numb you will oh, feel okay uh, so especially if it's your first time getting filler ideally I would love for every patient to just split up their appointment into two sessions. That way you're not overwhelming that area with the lips because it's just so vascular. Okay. And um, it's pretty common to get some swelling in that area. It's, you know, it's an anticipated result um, that goes away. But splitting your appointment into two really helps with that swelling. Um, And then it also helps you, especially if you're a first-timer, be like, okay, I really like this volume, but... Now, let's put some here, or I want to define my cupid's bow, or I want more of a pouty look. So then when you come back for your second session, we can kind of cater it to the specific areas. Mm-hmm. And the right. first time, we can use it for, like, overall volume. Right. Which is nice, because so, you can baby step into it so that you're not like, holy smokes, what yeah. did I do? <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Um, so, yeah. There's, there's actually a ton of really funny lip filler memes on Instagram <laughs> that take you through, like, the five stages of grief with lip filler oh my gosh like, uh, you yes. k- you come in and you're so excited and then you leave and you start to swell and you completely panic and you're like oh my gosh what have i done yes. <laughs> and then um kind of okay. like wh- a lot of regret is this a medical emergency like right not funny but kind of funny yeah right and then once the it. swelling starts to go down you're like oh my gosh i love this this yeah. is beautiful right. And then the swelling goes down even more, and then you, like, go through a sadness where you're like, oh, I want the swelling back. When can my next appointment be? Right. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. That's something Yeah. Funny. That's really Never funny. fails. Every single person that gets filler goes through right. this. No matter how many times you've gotten it done, I go through it every time, too. <laughs> I've heard of that before. Yes. So that's funny. So, yeah. Once all the swelling goes down and the redness, um, you might have a little bit of bruising, too, but all of that dissipates within probably a week, five to seven days. Um... And then your results last up to a year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So longer yeah. than the Botox. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Definitely nice. a lot longer than the Botox. Some might notice like at the nine month, like kind of a little bit starting to gradually right. fade. Um, and some think it lasts a lot, about like a year and a half, 18 months. Okay. I personally feel like my filler lasts me a year and a half. So you least. do have filler then? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And do you think that's just like that? Some
2: people's bodies, like you said, metabolize it a little bit faster. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Every, you know, everybody's different. There's no cookie cutter answer for okay. exactly how long it will last. It kind of depends on your body, your metabolism. Okay. Um, if you're super avid, like working out, all of that stuff kind of right. plays a oh, gotcha. plays a role in how fast you metabolize the product. Okay. And then, where do you have your filler? It's throughout all. All, All yep. Yeah. Top and bottom okay. and cupid's bow, just it's everywhere.
1: Do you so. have a, Do you have a lot of people who do just do like one top or bottom? Or not um, really? Sometimes okay. it's usually if
2: you're gonna do one or the other, usually it's the top. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yep, because it's thinner. And, yeah, yeah, like we said, like thinner. me, mine's thinner. I know it is. And so sometimes that's yeah. the only... Some people are like, I love my bottom lip. I don't want it to change at all. I just yeah. want my top lip to kind of match it a little bit more. Right. Oh, I have a question or, for you. Yeah. Looking at our lips, like, what would you do Like, if you were going to give one of us... Like if
0: I walked in and I said, I want the pouty look. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yep. what, what, what did you think you would do? <laughs> I love so
2: it. I definitely would... So we would inject into that bottom lip, into that middle, more, more meaty. I'm doing air quotes. Yes. <laughs> you uh, <said> part <laughs> of that bottom lip. And then I would also add volume in your top lip too, because you don't want to have an imbalance of, um, you know, aesthetically your top and bottom lip should be very similar. You don't want to have your bottom lip way bigger than the top or vice versa. So even if all you were concentrating on was your bottom lip, I still would add volume. Um,
0: into right. that top lip as well Oh, okay could well a little bit and is there like a set is there is there kind of like a more trendy look
2: that people are generally looking for when they come in? yeah um, so obviously people will come in with pictures of Kylie Jenner's lips oh my and gosh oh just, my gosh yes, they are beautiful but you know you have to you have to just cater the treatment to the person's lips yeah. right not everybody's lips can handle that amount of right filler and especially living in the midwest like it's not we more. right we yeah. really err on the side of staying like more in the natural conservative right look yes aesthetically mm-hmm. like if we lived in california or someplace where that look was you know yeah a little bit more prominent then yeah for sure then maybe we would do right. that but we really really want everything to look natural like we yeah. want you to walk yeah. out of Kayla and still looking like yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Like so, I wouldn't have
1: known because you're talking about it. Right. Like
2: maybe you get lip fillers, but I look at you and I don't think, Oh my right. gosh, I was going to ask if you had yeah. any. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly what we mm-hmm. want. We want everything to look like just an enhanced version of your own face. And I not love that. Completely mm-hmm. like overdone and yeah, right. more, you know, fakey. And
1: right. I think that's really helpful for like our listeners too. Cause I think they do a lot of misconceptions about that. Yes. So I think that's really good for them to know. Yep. Okay. Um, so is it cheaper to get lip fillers touched up than it is to get them done initially?
2: Um, actually no, because, uh, you, each time you come in for a filler, you buy the syringe. So it's not like you need less when you come in for a, what you're calling a touch-up appointment. It really would just be like your second time getting oh, okay. your lip done. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of depends on the product you choose and longevity of it, but... Like I said, anywhere from 6 to 18 months, if you were like, yep, I want I want some more filler, mm-hmm. I can tell that I'm losing some volume, then you would just come in and we do exactly the same thing we did at your first appointment. It would be no different just because you've gotten it done before. We'd go through the same exact process all okay. over again.
1: And I don't know if, if you can answer this question because I don't know if it's like set across
2: the board, but how much is it like to get lip fillers then usually? Uh, it's around 600 okay. per syringe, okay. um, give or take a little okay. bit. And then if you're a member at k you get a little bit of a discount. Um, but around $600. Okay. Yeah.
0: That is actually not as much as
2: I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, yeah, that's not, and, it's not astronomical. And they also do have those point systems um, that I was talking mm, about right. with Botox and Dysport. Yes. So you can use point the yes. points with, with filler too, which is nice. Right.
0: And then I know this that you said here... The consistency of the filler is there? Is there different kinds of filler that you can come in and be like, I'm not sure about it? Can we get something that'll maybe last a little bit longer? Or you're like, let's go for it, get
2: me something that lasts a long time? Yep, yep, there is. Um, So, especially for lips, there are you know, there's certain products that are more thin, natural, have that silky consistency, especially if it's your first time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's best to start out with like a lesser. Version of that, but if you're like, Yep, this is a, I've gotten this done two times now, or I really, really want some definition and volume that's like has some oomph to it, then you right. move up to one with like a thicker consistency. Got it. So got there's it. options, and right, yep, yeah, awesome, you can cater it to what you need. Um, and then what are some
0: warnings and advice you'd give to someone thinking about getting like any kind of work done?
2: Any kind of work done. Um, I would say. That the I mean the biggest like worry is people come in usually to get a service done because they have something coming up whether mm-hmm. it's like an event or a wedding or something that they're like I really want to look good for this mm-hmm. um, this is what I want to do and usually it's a kind of a big thing whether yeah, it's right. botox or filler or a laser or something like that so uh, advice I would give would be just to give yourself appropriate time to heal so you wouldn't want to get lip filler two weeks before your wedding. Right. Um, you would want to give yourself like a month to to really get your skin and your muscles, everything used to it mm-hmm. so that you still look like you at whatever this event right. is. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I would say to anyone and that I do say that to my patients. Just you, I just want you to look natural, um, have natural movement and just have that natural youthful contour, whether it's mm-hmm. your skin or your lips or whatever right. it is, but... Give yourself adequate time to heal. Don't, like, make an impulse mm-hmm. choice to get something big done mm-hmm. right before, you know. You right, don't or swollen or bruised. Or, exactly. Yeah, anything exactly. like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, and what at, at what age on average do you see people that are,
2: like, starting to get stuff done? Um, younger and younger, honestly, but I would say to start right in, like, the mid-20s, mid-to-late 20s, um, prevention... Is key obviously with aesthetics it's just so much easier to start an anti-aging regimen when you're young rather than waiting until things are really bothering you right. so then that way you're maintaining instead of treating okay. right um, so much easier to do it that way so I would say mid to late 20s um, that's when people usually start getting Botox or Dysport
0: Lottery. lottery players are subject to ohio laws and commission regulations please play responsibly
2: um and then using medical grade skincare products is really important to right around that age just to get a healthy regimen going and preserve your youthful glow so you can age gracefully yeah no, right. I love yeah
0: it. um is there an age you would recommend to wait to start getting work done and stuff like that
2: um yeah yeah botox in particular (laughs) right um same answer I would say mid to late 20s um like mid to late 20s is right when you maybe are starting to see like oh I see a tiny you know tiny little lines maybe it's under your eyes or maybe it's in your forehead or it's you're starting to see a whisper of it um but if you start Right when it's showing up, it's just so much easier to kind of keep that at bay okay. than it is yeah. to wait until you've got those resting lines, and then it's right. you know takes a little bit more. It's you can still treat them, but it just takes a little bit more. Right, whether right. it's more units or more um, mm-hmm. lasers or whatever it ends up being. Just, right.
1: Okay, I have a question, and this might be a really silly question, but after I'm sure people have asked
2: this before. After you get like lip fillers
1: or Botox. Honestly, but I'm kind of leaning more towards lip fillers. Okay. I've heard this could be totally fake. I've heard that your lips can kind of deflate, like they're natural. Okay. Is that
2: true at all? Um, do you think or not really? It's it's really not. And if it is happening, it's not because of the filler. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yep. Okay. So as you as you age, your face just naturally loses volume. Okay? Yeah. It loses, so it starts out in kind of an upside down triangle. Okay. And then as you age, that triangle. Changes yeah, It goes the cheeks. other way. So, right. like, that's why people get cheek filler because they're yeah. starting to lose that volume. That triangle's turning upside down. Um, and so, same thing with the lips. As you age, you lose volume. You lose the fullness, the plumpness that you get when you're, you know, in your more youthful years. Mm-hmm. So, restoring that with filler, um, once that wears off, you're just going back to the your regular state. Like, it, okay. it doesn't change the anatomy or anything of your lips. They, it just you know, it's restored to your pre-filler state. So
0: you don't think, because I've also heard people say that. There's a lot yeah, of things sorry. people say. <laughs> There's a lot of things people say, which uh-huh. is why we actually wanted someone who knew what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, they say that lip filler like stretches your skin out. Right. Yes.
2: So it, I mean, I can see how they would think that, but the amount of lip filler that you would have to put in to stretch your skin out would be astronomical. Okay. <laughs> so that's um so. I wish I had little teaspoons to show you, but like one milliliter of filler, you would like if you, if you were just staring at it in a spoon. It's really not as much as you it would, would think, think. Yeah, right. Not. Um. Okay. So to have it stretch your skin out is just that's that would be really hard to actually do it would be hard to actually do yes okay and really it's just restoring the volume that was already there you're just losing it um yeah just as an actual part of the aging process and it's just putting it back where it ultimately already was and that kind of goes on
1: I just noticed the next question that was on that we were going to ask you guys but I'm still going to kind of ask it that once you start getting lip fillers or botox like you do you need to keep going back will it ever look funny I feel like you kind of already touched on this yep but I don't know.
0: Yeah, just If you want to elaborate on it yes, at all. Yes, I
2: will elaborate. Okay. Um and we and yeah, we kind of touched on it already with filler, but with Botox, if you want that to just be a one and done, that's totally fine. It's going to it's going to wear off so naturally that if you were like, okay, that was great, but you know, hmm. I don't have any interest in maintaining this for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like you said, (laughs) some people just use it for like a
0: special occasion or something. Exactly.
2: Yep. And that's totally fine. You would look no different. You would just go immediately back to what your face was like and what your muscles were like before you got treated. So you would not look any different. You wouldn't look funny. There wouldn't be parts of your face that look like off. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's a common misconception. Uh, So I'm glad you asked it. But yeah, you could totally do both, filler and uh, neuromodulators one and done if you wanted to and it would just go eventually back to pre-treated state that's kind okay. of nice to know that's for people who just so want nice like, to like try it try it, it yeah, out exactly, right?
0: yep. okay so we've all seen pictures of people who have gotten botched i think there's even like a tv series on it now i'm <laughs> yeah, gonna be completely yep, honest
2: there is so what generally happens that leads to botched procedures <laughs> yeah I, I mean this is scary stuff and right you know they have We have, um, like, webinars and things on this all the time, just so we're always, always up to date on the current um, safety procedures, but, yeah, it's a super common fear, and all you have to do is type lip filler into Google, and you can see horrifying photos. Yeah. Right. Um, But injectables, really, it's the placement of the product and the safety and skill level of the injector. It's just absolutely critical that those two things are, you know, of paramount importance. So, uh, I mean, an example of something that could, like, quote, unquote, botch a Botox would be putting it too low or too close to your brow muscle. And that can cause your eyebrows to, like, look or feel droopy or, like, feel heavy, like you can't lift them up. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of somebody getting, like, brow droop from Botox. Or, like, Spock brow, like, their eyebrows are, like, way too high. Oh, yeah. So, and that just is if the injector puts it in the wrong place and they're just, you know, they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean not to be mean but they don't know what they're doing right? right and they put it in the wrong place and like thank goodness botox and Desperate wear off so it's not right. a permanent problem but it if you don't know where to put it you could really make somebody look a little bit weird yeah. so yeah um so that's how that would happen and then with filler uh usually botched filler is because an injector doesn't aspirate before injecting so when you Um, When you insert the needle, you have to every single time aspirate to make sure that you're in a safe space. And some injectors that don't do that because it it takes a little extra time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they just push the product in without knowing that they're in a safe space. Mm -hmm. That can cause some occlusion and, I mean, some, some pretty scary results too. But we have been, you know, taught and it has been just absolutely, you know, bibled into our brains that you absolutely have to aspirate every time when you're doing filler no matter where you're putting it and then we've been trained multiple times by our reps on where to put botox and you just have to be aware of the anatomy and aware of where you're putting things so i have right yeah 100 percent confidence in the skills and knowledge of the providers that came on and Patient safety just has to be at the top of the priority list.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then for those those botched – like, have you ever had someone come to you and be like, somebody botched this, can you fix it? And then can't – is there such a thing as, like, I don't know, like, dissolvers or whatever? Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah, we have had people come. um, And commonly it is in the lips because it's just such a vascular area that even the littlest bit in the wrong place can just really – do a lot of damage um so yeah we have had people come in that we have fixed uh and we just can dissolve the filler yeah so we just there's a little medicine that we use and it just just completely dissolves the filler we have Mm -hmm. to inject it with a needle so it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the same process of getting filler we numb you yeah you'd get it dissolved with those injected um and then the body just absorbs it kind of yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. Gotcha. yeah
0: so even with those sometimes more scary outcomes, there is still hope. Exactly. That's what right. I was even
2: yeah. with the scariest stuff, there's still things to undo it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good to make sure you're going to a place that is, you know, safe right. is the utmost okay. importance. Okay, right. Gotcha. Yep.
1: And then I know we touched on prices already, but mm-hmm. did you just want to tell us once again like what the average price is for fillers and for Botox? Just because I see you do have written like very specifically.
2: Yes. Okay. Um, so the price of filler Like I said, you buy the syringe. So it's not like you can be like, oh, I only want, you know, two pokes of two CCs or something like that. Like you have to buy the entire syringe, whether you want to use all of it in your lips or if you're like, okay, I love my lips. I don't want the rest of it. Well, then we could put it in your cheeks or something like that. Interesting. Um, so, (laughs) So you wouldn't have to... Like, if you didn't want it to go to waste, yeah. we could just find a different place to put it so that you wouldn't have any of that going to waste. But you do have to buy the full syringe, okay. which is, um, depending on if you had a discount or not, anywhere between 450 and 700 for filler. And then Botox, um, you buy per unit. So, each, right. basically, poke, mm-hmm. depending on where you're putting it, is a unit. And that's 11 to $13 okay. per unit. Oh, And you –
0: because you said when you start out five pokes and then it can be, like, right around ten in between your eyebrows sometimes, right? Yep. So, I would say, like,
2: a super common treatment would be, like, $200. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, that's not bad. No. Which makes sense because I know quite a few people Uh who go and get Botox regularly. I'm like, how do you afford it? But, like, that's not even terrible.
2: Yeah. And especially if you start, Mm -hmm. like, at, you know, at a young age, there are some people that come in that are, like, 70 years old that are getting – that amount of, of units put in, which is obviously very expensive when you have to put 70 units in, which that's astronomical. I not, (laughs) not everybody does that, but we do have a few. Um, and that's obviously really expensive, but if you start young, you, you know, you don't need that much. You could start at like the 150, $200 range and get a completely full and thorough treatment. And that totally like helps prevent wrinkles in the future
1: Mm -hmm. because you're not wrinkling your face. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Love it. Okay. Um, so, we've seen people starting to get fillers in their cheekbone area to give a more defined look to their face. Is that generally the same filler in your lips? And I know you kind of said that, so is it for sure always the same one? Because um, you said
2: that you can get the syringe, but... Yes. Okay. So, so ideally, um, you would use different. Oh, Different you would, consistencies. Oh, okay. But... The only way that you would, you know, if you were like, oh, hey, I have some of this left, yeah, then you, then we could safely put it anywhere, but there's anatomically, you know, depending on where you're putting it, the cheeks just have more of that um, skeletal structure, so it's, it's nicer to put more of a thick filler there, whereas right. in your lips, if you put a thick filler there, I mean, you're going to really be able oh, to see okay. that definition. Does that make sense? Right, yes. Yeah. So, it would be okay to, you know okay to do it in the same place but you're just going to get a better treatment and you're, oh. you'll just have a better contour if you okay. cater the filler to the specific That's anatomy right. that you're right. Okay. okay. That makes do
0: sense. you ever put it in like the bridge of the nose or do you guys not do that
2: we don't do that but there are some very skilled people that do do it and i absolutely love watching instagram videos of them, like the <laughs> rhino like liquid rhinoplasty right. i it's so so cool um, but you, again, have to be very, very skilled because it's a very vascular area. Um, mm-hmm. So if any, if any of your listeners are thinking about doing that, please make sure you go to somebody who is, like, board certified an absolute okay. genius. Like, right. don't let anybody, like, practice. Don't go like cheap that on that, that, everyone. Exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now, moving on to some other fun things. <laughs> Walk us through the process of getting a silk peel. Silk peel, yes. Uh, this is one of our most popular treatments at Kalon. Um, it's actually now called the Diamond Glow. They rebranded it, rebranded the name anyway. Um, it's just like an amped up version of microdermabrasion. So it like gently exfoliates or polishes off that top layer of skin with the diamond tip. Um, and then it, when it's exfoliating, it's also extracting blackheads. It has a suction on it.
0: So it's like,
2: yeah, it's like a little crazy, fancy car wash for your face almost. (laughs) Leaves your skin just feeling super clean and clear. Gets all that dead, dry, damaged skin off. Cleans your pores out. Um, And then while it's doing that, it's also infusing serums. So a blend of serums that's kind of chosen at the beginning of your treatment with hydration and vitamins and things that are tailored to your skin types. We would choose the serums. And then those are infused at the same time that your skin's getting exfoliated. So I need this. Yeah, <gasps> it is. It hat. is so cool. Um, people love it, and yeah, you just leave feeling so fresh and smooth and clean and glowy. Oh, wow. And okay. how, how much is that? Uh, it's roughly. A, roughly, it's a, I think one eighty. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is also if anyone
1: wants to get me a birthday present,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? I
0: just want to think I'm like content um, gift yes. card. Yeah. Um, so this is my question. You like okay. If you go into like a chiropractor or something like that, you have to pay more for your first visit for a consultation, oh, right. and then every visit after that is you're just paying for the like Procedure? procedures or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Chiropractor is the first thing that came to my mind. Is that like the same thing for if you're getting something done at like a skin spa?
2: Um, I think every place has has different ways of doing like the financial part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla has a membership program. Okay. So there's a it's called a friend membership and it's ninety nine dollars a month and that, that's banked. Okay. So it's just like kind of little health savings account for your money oh. and then and then that also gets you a discount on everything that you do there whether it's Botox, soap peels, um, oh. facials, whatever it is. So then you would come in for your appointment and let's say that. You have two hundred dollars banked in there because you've had two months of that right. membership. Right. Yeah, so you just come in, use that two hundred dollars to pay for your treatment, plus you get an added discount, oh. and it's no commitment, so you can cancel it whenever you want to. That but,
1: is such a good deal. Yeah, it's
2: like <laughs> it's kind of a no brainer if you're gonna even right. even if you're only gonna get one thing done, it it kind of makes sense to just like do just the do little it. right. Yeah, and right. Then if you're like, nope, that was awesome, but I I'm probably not gonna be back for a while, then you can just cancel it. Right. Cool. So it's really, really nice. No commitment and like all pros and no cons. So almost every single person comes in, usually ends up signing up for it. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you said that you got to get that gets rid of blackheads, right? Yeah. Um, Okay. Yep. Uh, is that I could be totally wrong in this process? Do you use that little vacuum sucker? Thingy? Yeah. I want yes. that so bad. Oh my gosh, I watch videos of that. Oh,
2: yes. And so then, after okay, afterwards, I don't know if you've seen videos, but like you can see the jar of everything that's like kind of sucked out yes. and exploited off of your face. And it's just like a I mean, it's kind of revolting actually. But just to but see, but for those weirdos, it's very satisfying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can see all the dead skin floating around in there and like all the oil, it completely changes the color of like the serums. It changes mm. to like, uh, yeah. When you look at it, you're like, wow, I didn't know how much I needed this until I saw everything on my face floating yeah. in that jar. <laughs> yeah. And how often like do people
1: get there? How often would you recommend that you need that really deep like cleanse and stuff?
2: Yep. I would say four to six weeks is perfect. Um, oh, really? just to give, yeah, just to give yourself oh, a really good exfoliation. It's good to kind of amp up cell turnover. Mm. Cause that another thing as we age is kind of slows. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So four to six weeks is perfect.
1: Oh wow. Oh wow. I'm learning about everything I need in my life. Okay, uh what is your skincare routine and your favorite products?
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> I ever since I have started working here, my skincare regimen is getting very extensive <laughs> cuz I just love everything that right. I use. So I know. Um, But just to keep it for the basics, the majority of the products I use are from a line called Zio. It's a Dr. Baji line. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I haven't. But most of my stuff is from Zio. Um, So I start with an exfoliating cleanser and then complexion renewal pads or toner pads and then vitamin C. And I use it in a serum, serum, but you can use it in like a moisturizer or whatever Mm -hmm. kind, whatever consistency that Mm -hmm. works best for your skin. And then I use a light moisturizer, mine's called Daily Power Defense, and then a growth factor serum, so that kind of amps up, so I'll turn over two and really oh. locks that moisture in, and then a tinted SPF. Okay. So, and then the only thing I do different at night is I swap out my vitamin C for a retinol, and then I use a firming eye cream.
1: Oh my gosh, so you literally use like serum on your face twice a day? Yeah. Oh, that's oh. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I have never heard of anyone who does it twice. Yeah, I I haven't talked to a lot of skin
2: experts. Right. (laughs) I um, found that the serum for vitamin C works better for me than a lotion because I kind of have oily skin. Mm. So you just kind of go through and trial things out, and just like let your skin, you know, be the boss of what works for you and what doesn't. Okay. Um, Yeah.
0: And then, what are some good
2: options for aging skin procedures, products, etc.? Um, there's so many options. Honestly, the best, best thing to do, if it was me, I would just come in and get a consultation because it can be a little bit overwhelming with, and there's always new things coming out and there's already so many things you can do. Like there's deep rejuvenation lasers to help with fine lines and wrinkles, um, filler, Botox, if you want to restore volume and soften the lines, um, anti-aging products, Kind of just depends on what your goals are or what's what's bothering you. So coming in for a consult, even actually, no matter what your age, um, just to kind of discuss what things would be best and right for your specific skin, and then um, as far as an anti-aging regimen goes, just so that you are knowledgeable on what steps to take, so it doesn't seem so overwhelming. So you can get a plan in place with somebody who has all the tools mm-hmm. um, right. to get you that plan. So you're not doing things that are unnecessary or wouldn't necessarily be best for you. Right. Okay, and
1: then what's your best advice to those with young skin on how to age well and have healthy skin?
2: Oh, gosh. There's there's so <laughs> many things, but just so that I don't get repetitive, I'm just going to stick to the basic answer, answer of using an SPF. Okay. So every day, use sun protection. I cannot say it enough. Um. I was never a big advocate for SPF until I started at Kalen. I will be honest, I was like a tanning bed queen <laughs> and just so bad, just doing all the things you're not supposed to do, like tanning for prom and all mm-hmm, just right. awful. And if I had a time machine, I would go back, but I just make sure all my patients have a daily SPF. Um, cause preventing that damage from the sun and from the UV rays is just, essential um to keep that youthful glow and make sure you're wearing it every day and if you're in direct sunlight I reapply it every two hours and do you rain. have a recommendation of how high of an spf you should
1: be using on your face again?
2: um most of the ones we offer are right around that like 40 to 46 range okay. and that right. is plenty okay. plenty plenty high to get you adequate coverage because i've heard people say 15 does like nothing well do you think or... yep and then okay. the same thing with like 80 so, like yeah. wearing SPF 100 is not any gonna, different than like 40, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So on that note, there are because it's so funny if you talk to like
0: literally anybody who knows anything about skincare that are like wear spf yeah like that's their number one yeah it always because. yeah so something that's getting more and more popular is the spf and like the loose translucent powder oh yeah do you think mm-hmm. that's as effective as having like the moisturizer like rub in
2: type yep. of thing? i honestly do um as you know as long as it's a good quality right. product i i think that it's fine and as long as you re- you still have to reapply it every two hours right but yeah i think that they're just as good um coverage wise as the more lotion consistency ones okay that's yeah. super good to know because jenna was yeah, just I yesterday yeah i
0: have like even the like low i have such oily skin uh-huh. but even like the super like low oily like lightweight right ones there's st- they're still just like mm-hmm. cause problems for me so i got the translucent part i'm like is this actually doing anything because yep. it is so light mm-hmm. yep but you and know she yeah. said
1: she used it at the wild water west or something yeah and
0: that it
2: your skin never burned. Like, you, it, yeah. seemed like it, really well. uh-huh. it seemed like it worked really well. It
0: seemed like it worked really yeah, well,
2: yeah. It does. It does work really well. And especially, like you said, if you have oily skin or breakout-prone skin. Or I just, like, hate the, like, the zinky feeling of yeah. it. Like, where you feel oily. And, like, I know. all you can smell is swimming pool when you put it on. Like, I hate that, too. That drives me just mm-hmm. bonkers. So, I, I really like the translucent powder ones, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's good to know. Okay, so... I forgot.
0: Did I ask
1: you? Who's true does it? Oh, well, we kind I'm...
0: of just said this, but number one skincare advice. Okay, I
1: think I think with this, maybe like, if no one hears anything else you say today, yeah, what should they hear? Maybe
2: that's a good way to word that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I guess my number one skin advice would be make sure you're using the right products. So, SPF again, obviously super important. Um, incorporate a medical grade vitamin c and retinol into your skincare routine if you haven't yet they've just been like absolute game changers for me and had i not ever worked at calon and learned about how important they are i never would have started putting them on so i would just say um you know use your resources to learn what products you need how to use them how to use them correctly correctly what order to put them on in things like that so if you need help picking things out um, that would be best for your skin we at Kalon we love helping people pick out like certain things to put in their regimen um, like should this go on at night or in the morning which one do I put on first uh, it can all just be really overwhelming so my advice is just be educated about what's going on in your skin what you're doing to your skin use medical grade good healthy products that are just catered to your specific skin type and skin care goals okay okay that's good to know
0: and maybe you don't want to put this in, but have you heard of Curology?
2: I have. I don't know a ton about okay. it. about it, but I've heard
0: about it. Okay, because that's what I use. use. Yeah, okay. I use it, and I just I don't know, I don't I was just wondering if you have an opinion on oh, it or not. I
2: don't have an opinion on it, but I've not heard anything bad. So, okay, yeah, well, that's something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jenna loves it. Yeah, I do
0: love it, mm-hmm. but you
2: know I'm not like an expert or anything. Right, right. Yeah, you just gotta find what works for you. Yeah, right, I guess so.
1: right. Okay, is there anything else that you wanted to add at all that we didn't
2: ask you or I know? I I think we were very thorough. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything, but I'm definitely here to answer any questions anybody has. Yeah, so why don't you let us know how they can
1: um find you in the salon? Uh-huh. Um, your Instagram, Facebook, yeah.
2: phone, you know, anything you want to get. Let us know. <laughs> totally. Okay, so Kalon Medical Spa is um, inside Van Thompson Vision, so that's right on 57th Street between Louise and Western. So if you just want to come in, look at some products, um, have a consultation, you can just come to our storefront. Um, we also have online scheduling, so you can go to www.kalonmedicalspa.com, <laughs> and you can check out our website, check out our blog, like, kind of look and see what things you'd be interested in, and then you can online schedule from there. Um, Instagram, Facebook, we have both of those accounts. My personal handle at Kalon is amber underscore Kaylon Medical Spa, so that's my own little extension off of Kalon's. Or you can call us, and our phone number is 1605 983 Skin, or if you don't have the little numbers on your phone, it's 983 7546.
0: Awesome. Wow!
2: perfect so much information <laughs> so
0: much information but i'm like so excited i'm like oh my gosh i need some of this information. Yes. i don't know what but i need all of all it. of it really you guys tricky. have to come like, in yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. okay honestly. so what we're going to do for you listeners because that was a lot we're going to put it link it all in the show notes um so you just click um scroll down click on any of the
0: links and you can find all of her information go find her on instagram give her a follow and um, for those of you who follow us on Instagram, we will be tagging her when we post the episode yes. in a picture of her choice. So <laughs> be looking out for that too.
1: Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. This was so fun. Thank you so much, Amber. Oh, yeah.
2: so much. <laughs> this was super fun for me too. You guys are awesome. Uh,
1: thank you guys. And make sure and tune in next week to another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>